Thank you, Dr. O'Reilly. Uh, just delighted to be here uh, to give remarks. I thought, you know what? I'm going to go for it. I, I, I wondered if I should, <laughs> if I should uh, preface my remarks with a reminiscence of, I thought, what, what does the clergy get up and talk to the students about you? All this, all this intellectual heft. You've got all the eagerness. We've got the day in front of us. What am I going to add? And I thought, well, what, <laughs> what happened during my matriculation, <laughs> who gave the little, you know, fervorino? And it was uh, Father Khan of happy memory. Uh, Father Khan gave, uh, and, and he got up and he simply told a, a little bit of a, had a little bit of an announcement. He talked about, he said, at Thomas Aquinas College, we are a college which is proud to be Catholic, a strong Catholic identity. We na- make no apologies for living and celebrating the fullness of the tradition of the Catholic faith. But he said he had heard some criticisms, some criticisms of perhaps a traditionalist kind of bent, um, that there was not a gender equality. This is 1995. Gender equality when it came to liturgical roles and that it was really from outside the college, much opprobrium cast that... Uh, the young ladies could not serve in the role of acolyte at Mass. And he said he had heard those criticisms and he was going to make a change. He announced the beginning of a program for the young ladies to train as acolytes. And there was an awkward pause. <laughs> and Dr. Dillon <laughs> looked at <laughs> Dr. Burquist, who looked at Father Borden <laughs> and said, where are we going with this? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> and uh, as only Father Khan could in his, his wry way, he let it hang for that pregnant moment. And then <laughs> he said, this will be a robust four-year program after which <laughs> any who can find a parish and a place that would enroll you in the acolyte, you can go for it. <laughs> so I don't know if that program still exists. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> but I, I thought to myself, I, I don't think I can, I, I, my, my, I won't try to replicate the awkward pause of that little uh, fervorino. <laughs> but what I, I will do is just take a moment uh, to reflect upon the great adventure that awaits you, particularly our freshmen, and if I had to encapsulate in one word what this time at Thomas Aquinas, the four years, the gift it was to me in one word, it would be simply this. Friendship. Friendship. Someone was asking me, as you walk away, as you think about your time at the college, what did it instill in your heart? What did it, that sense of friendship. First of all, explicit Friendship with classmates, folks who I actually made that uh, journey, that four-year journey with. I think there might be more faculty and staff than graduates in our class, uh, <laughs> Mr. Gressmer, right? I mean, 40, 40 some odd. And yet, even though we don't necessarily all keep in contact, when we do, there is a real connection. It's a real connection. That it's the kind of class, I don't think this is just particular to, to my class in 99, but a way in which since you share not only formation, but you just share life together, everything for those four years, that there's a connection that can't be replicated in any other context. 
right? I suppose this may be, I don't know, like, uh, Mr. Schrader, like the, the military, right? That sense of connectivity and bond, such that I have no doubts if I was in need and darkened the door of a classmate and said, hey, I need a room for tonight, I said, come on in. By the way, Mr. Daly, I, I'm, I think I'm out of the Hacienda tonight. Do you have room? Where is he? <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I don't know where he is. Anyway, no. So you're saying Kretschmer? Stay with, okay, anyway, no. <laughs> so the explicit ways, there's particular people, but it goes beyond that. It's not simply the explicit kind of friendship you have, those you journey with, but there is a structural, more implicit availability towards friendship. And how to get at that, um, I would say that the, just looking at, began, Dr. Riley began his remarks with, you know, what are we all about here at the college? What's the goal? And might take a step back and say, what's the goal of life in general? <laughs> what are we doing here on this planet, right? And uh, last night I was actually, we were talking about the Baltimore Catechism. I do not know my crowd. Please raise your hand. Are you familiar with the Baltimore Catechism? Do we have people? Oh, oh, wow, this is, these are my people right here. All right. <laughs> we know the right. So why did God make us? T- to know, to love, to serve him. I'm, I'm hearing some A pluses. I'm hearing some B pluses. <laughs> to know, love, and serve God and enjoy, in this life and enjoy him in the next, right? And that comes down as St. Thomas Aquinas, of course. How does he define charity? Friendship. Friendship, right? At the heart of that is friendship, which involves a sense of knowledge, of course, is love itself, is charity, and always seeks the good of the other. So that sense of friendship structurally built into this place, the greatest night in human history, Holy Thursday, right? The greatest night of each transformed the world. What does Jesus say to his disciples? He says, I no longer call you servants or slaves. What do I call you? I call you friends. Wow. God invites us to friendship. The whole goal of why we're here is to cultivate a sense of friendship. First of all, a friendship with our Lord Jesus, right? And then friendship with others who are on that way, who are on that journey. And how difficult and how rare friendship can be and is, and yet the opportunity is laid out in front of you. What would that look like? What is that going to look like for you? Do a little imagination here. Imagine yourselves now. I think it's junior year, junior year, when read about friendship. So imagine yourself, first of all, you've got an extra, is it, am I right there, first of all? Yeah, junior, yeah. Imagine now you have two seminars. Oh, boy. <laughs> Halfway through the year, it's Wednesday night. You've got 150 pages of Hobbes to read. <laughs> the text itself, like the philosopher, is nasty, short, and brutish. <laughs> you're, you're, you're reconsidering your life choices. <laughs> and you say, what am I doing in philosophy? Oh, Nicobian ethics. All right, that's what we're going to go with. So Aristotle in the ethics talks about three kinds of friendship. Friendship of utility. So pre- spoiler alert here, right? All right? So here we go. I'm giving you a little insight. You know, this is it's a free, free preview. Everyone likes a trailer to a good movie, right? So here we go. This is a sizzle reel. Aristotle, friendship. There's friendships of utility, right, of use. That is, we are friends. We are connected to the extent 
that you offer some good to me and I can be of use to you. I would say in my daily life, I think for most of us, many and most, 80% of our friendships are just on that kind of exchange. It's not bad, but it is at a certain level. It's one of use, of utility. There's a second kind of friendship, which is friendship of pleasure. And I would say our culture absolutely thinks this is the highest form of friendship. It's, we like to hang out together. We, have, we share certain pastimes. We enjoy each other's company. We like to have good conversation and meal and so forth, right? I would say in doing, I, I, do, I do literally hundreds of weddings a year, and I would say most couples, when they come to get married, have a friendship of pleasure at that point. Having gone deeper. That's what, our, that's what our culture will say friendship is all about. Finding some kind of common interest, something that gives you delight or pleasure. Once again, it's not bad. But it takes it to a next step, and it's a step the Lord calls us to. And that's the friendship of virtue. That is when two or more a community seeks virtue together, seeks the good together, what brings them together, that third that ties them together is nothing less than the good and the true and the beautiful and our habit in seeking that, that real virtue. These next four years are an opportunity for you not just to make friends, but to have the capacity to be a friend. This college formed me so that I am, praise be God, able to be available to the friendship the Lord has called me to. The availability to that, I would say most of our culture not even aware of what that friendship would look like. So friendship with God, what does that look like in the college? It looks like robust sacramental life. The college was the first time that I began to go to Mass every day. Right? A chaplain who challenged me to pray the rosary every day. I thought, oh my goodness, you're killing me here, right? <laughs> now I wear a rosary, right? <laughs> Little did he know, <laughs> right? Is this something that really, he said, he said, 15 minutes to pray, you know, the rosary. That's one 1,440 minutes. It's 1% of your day. If you can't give 1% of the day to the Lord in contemplation, what are you doing? So I say to you, I challenge you. Make daily mass a priority. Praying your rosary. Have those discipline of morning prayer, evening prayer. If you are not cultivating a friendship that is not just a friendship of utility with God, God, I'm in need. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) God is not the, the cosmic Amazon account. (laughs) I've got credit here. I'm just going to go ahead and buy that, or I'm going to go ahead and pay for that. No, that's utility, right? We treat God sometimes as the French. Open your heart to the Lord to invite him in, to walk with him each and every day, pursuing the goodness that is our Lord. And then with one another. You haven't had the joy and perhaps even the travails of uh, section life yet, but you will. <laughs> the first time someone says something that is utter nonsense, <laughs> or the first time you say something which is completely off base, <laughs> where do we have there? The growth in virtue of patience, growth in virtue of humility. That growth in virtue to consider that we are just parts of a whole the Lord has called us to. You will come 
and have the opportunity to be close with those members of your section, your seminar, these next four years, to be available to friendship, to pursue the good, to grow in virtue, to be changed forever, together as a group, together pursuing that good. I couldn't be more excited for you, even a little touch envious, you're right on the cusp here. As you begin your journey, especially we celebrated the queenship of Mary, may your hearts be open to that friendship. May you truly cultivate and receive the invitation the Lord has to share his life with you. And may you, with joy, share this precious time together, walking hand and hand, shoulder to shoulder, as friends towards our ultimate friend. Amen? Amen.